Welcome to Victorious Living. The vitals of a living faith is what makes faith strong. How many of you know God's faith is a living faith? It's not just something written on a page. It's something that has energy in it, has ability in it. And so the vitals of a living faith is what makes faith strong. The stronger the vitals of faith are, the more we can achieve of God's promised blessings. When all of these vitals of faith are working in us, it brings the assurance and conviction in God's character and faithfulness. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us the vitals of a strong and achieving faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares the vitals of a strong and achieving faith. So the more that you know about faith, the more you learn about faith, the more you learn how faith operates, the more you talk about faith, the more you think about faith, all of that goes into a growing faith. A, a, a faith that is growing. And so some people never proceed or go further than just faith measured to them to get born again. They stop there. But why? Because it's not because they don't want to. It's because they don't know. It's because wherever they go or been going or teaching they've sit, been sitting under, they haven't proceeded to go any further. And so you hear then, because of that happens, you hear preachers get up and preach, God doesn't want to bless you. Or God doesn't want you to have that. Because God knows if he lets you have that, that you're going to go backward and going to backslide. I have three Chinese words for that. What are those Chinese words? Fooey, fooey, fooey. Not chewy, 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 but fooey, fooey, fooey. So there are vitals which are essential by which the Christian builds their spiritual house or their life of faith. There are vitals that goes into that. I mean, if you're going to build a house, you've got to have some vitals. Isn't that right? You've got to have something. You've got to have some supplies, don't you? Anybody ever built a house without lumber? <laughs> if you have, tell me, please. No, you've never done, you've never seen that happen. You've never seen a house built without a foundation. If you build it just flat on the ground, I can tell you what's going to happen. It's going to fall. All it takes is a little, a little rain, you know, and get the ground soft. And that building that's not on a foundation will fall. So here's the point. What is it or what is the strength of your foundation in God? And so if that's not present, you may start it off, may have started off good, but if you didn't have a foundation, you just put the, put the wood on the ground. When the weather comes, when the test comes, when the trial comes, we're going to fall. We're not going to have, now I didn't say we weren't saved. It's not what I said. We're not going to have what it is that we want or desire from God. Because the house or faith is not built on the foundation or the vitals that goes along with faith. And so 
These, there are vitals which are essential by which the Christian builds their spiritual house and their life of faith. There are basic vitals that supports the Christian's walk of faith. I want to say that again. I hope I'm going, not going too slow here, but I'm going to continue. <laughs> there are basic vitals that go into faith or with faith that supports the Christian's walk of faith. So there's something you got to add to your faith after you're born again and in your walk and relationship with God that's going to cause your faith to become an achieving faith or receiving from God what it is that you believe. And so it's just because a person confesses that they are a believer and I'll keep going over this, I don't know why, that they are a believer doesn't mean a whole lot. Well, it does mean a lot to God, and I shouldn't say it that way, but it, 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 it doesn't mean that I know all there is to know about the God kind of faith. And so we go into the book of Galatians. I'm going to read in Galatians chapter three, verse 11. But that no man, no man, no man, nobody, anywhere, everywhere, <laughs> but, but no man. How many people is no man, no man, no man? <laughs> How many is left out? He's talking about nobody. <laughs> How many of you know what a, a nobody is? It's a body that ain't there, nobody. Okay, now watch this. But that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God. So here's what that simply says. You can't make yourself good enough to be born again. You can put some perfume on or men can put some, uh, what do you call it? Uh, what? What? Cologne. Amen. And then you can do all you want to do and you can wash your clothes and the best laundry soap that'll make them smell good. But you can't be saved by yourself. I've had people to tell me that I think I've lived a good enough life to get to heaven. No, you haven't. You have not. Now their, their fur will rise. You know, you've seen, oh, you've seen a cat's fur rise, you know. Well, I know I am. No, you don't. You're not. No man, but no man is justified or declared righteous, which is the word for justified or justification means to declare to be righteous. But no man is justified by the law. That's the law of Moses or any other law. In the sight of God is evident. Now watch this statement here. The just shall live by faith. Now, you know, I've told you this little thing. I was in a place somewhere where I, up in Kentucky, Mayfield, I believe it was, and uh, this linguist came. Now, you see, she caught me off guard because I didn't know what a linguist was. You know, I did not have any idea that it pertained to language, you, you know. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I'm a familiar, you know, come on. And so she came to me and she said, uh, she said, I, I want you to know that the word will or shall, when you read will, God says, I will or I shall, 
she said, you can get no stronger affirmation from God when he says, I will, I shall. And so sometimes, you know, where our faith level is at, we may even question God's uh, thoughts along that line where he says in the, in the word, I will, I shall. Those are words of affirmation, but yet we have to take a hold of those words and have faith to latch on to them so that our faith becomes an achieving faith that we can have what God said he would. <laughs> or God said, I will, or God said, I shall. And so we, we truck through life, we go through life sometimes missing out on the very best things that God has for us because we don't know, haven't been taught, or we just simply been rebellious. Or we simply just don't want to do it. Now you're getting real quiet on me this morning. Amen. But, but I have a designated runner. They have been designated to get up and run when I, when I give them the signal, you know. Okay. The vitals of a living faith is what makes faith strong. Let me say it again. The vitals of a living faith is what makes faith strong. How many of you know God's faith is a living faith? It's not just something written on a page. It's something that has energy in it, has ability in it. And so the vitals of a living faith is what makes faith strong. The stronger the vitals of faith are, the more we can achieve of God's promised blessings. When all these vitals of faith are working in, in, in us, it brings the, when, let me, let me get this right. When all of these vitals of faith are working in us, it brings the assurance and conviction in God's character and faithfulness. Now, you ever stop to think about my statement there is, what makes me or you or a person unsure when they say, I'm going to believe God for this and I found it in the Bible. What makes that unsurety inside of us? Well, I'm not sure. I know the Bible says it, but I'm not sure. See, they are operating off of their feelings. They don't feel right about it. Uh, they don't feel comfortable about it. So what happens they then start to base their faith on what they feel, how they feel, what's going on in their life, what they're dealing with because there is not an assurance. There's not an assurance that they can have what God says that he will do for them. They are unsure and they wrestle with that unsurety uh, when, uh, when the devil comes around and he detects there is, there is, there is unsureness. I don't know if that's the way you should word that. But when he detects that a person is not sure, he makes his attack against the assurance. Bringing us to a place that we are unsure, as I've said, unsure. Uh, bringing us to a place that we have doubt to enter in. I doubt, you know, I believe that, but I doubt no way. You can't doubt and believe at the same time. That's like, what is it? Walking and chewing, chewing gum at the same time or 
walking and doing this while you're chewing your chewing gum. You can't, you can't have doubt and unbelief working in. You got one or the other. Unassurance is on the doubt side. Uh, the thought that it can't happen is on the doubt side. But the assurance that it can happen is on God's side. And so that's going to make the more assurance that you build in your life where God's word is concerned, the more you're going to receive of God's blessing in your life. So again, let me say it this way so I don't leave myself unsure. Everybody that says they're a believer, they may be born again, but they do not have an assuring faith within them. And so what happens? The devil takes advantage of them and things happen to them and things happen in life and go through a lot of things and so forth. And there's a reason. There's a reason that that happens to people's life. Amen. How come up you to run off in the ditch? Because you turned your car in that direction. Isn't that right? Or you saw one coming, a car coming at you and just picture that as the devil and you run off in the ditch trying to get away from it. You can't run from the devil. You have to put him in his place. And if you don't put him in his place, all the preaching you'll ever hear will never put him in that, in that place. Because he's put in the place by my, by my doubt. It's our hope that today's message, the vitals of a strong and achieving faith, have ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request offer number four. Today's offer is number four. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.